Hey, what's up? This is uh, Recovered AF Podcast. Uh, usually Aaron does the introduction, and I think he was ready to do the introduction. And I snuck right in there, and I'm going to do it instead. Sneaky bitch. The reason why is because uh, I feel like you haven't done the uh, not the disclaimer in a while that we're not affiliated, and I always do it now. So I think it's your turn. <laughs> Didn't you just do it? <laughs> <laughs> that was like the last time Boom. when you did it, and then you were like, now tell them about it. <laughs> I've got a couple of disclaimers for your faces. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I almost shot seltzer water out my nose. Uh, the first thing is that um, this podcast, like he said, is called Recovered AF, which means most of the time we talk about some sort of recovery topic. True. And uh, Kyle and I uh, recovered using the 12 steps, uh, but we don't want that to be confused with us being affiliated with any 12-step programs because we are not. We are just a podcast, and uh, we share our experience about how we got well or how our guests got well, but that doesn't mean that we're the 12-step podcast. Yeah. And we're not affiliated with those 12-step groups. Um, we're certainly thankful for them, though. Absolutely. And then the other uh, disclaimer is, is, so we ask for feedback from people, and um, we get all kinds of different feedbacks. And uh, did I say feedbacks? You did. I don't think that's plural. <laughs> feedbacks. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, some of the feedback we got was like, um, you know, probably might be a good idea to, you know, have, have a topic. And, you know, the banter is okay for a minute, but then, you know, go ahead and get on into that topic. And, uh, and um, but then we talked to other people. They're like, no, we like the banter. Like, so this... Uh, we're we're we are about as little organization as possible we we find that that works best for us so this disclaimer is if you're um listening and uh, hoping that we're going to get right into a topic here uh this disclaimer is to tell you we are not there's, yeah there's going to be some maybe a whole hour of rambling right. i don't know because yeah. we don't have anything to talk about yeah i think we'll have something to talk about usually what happens is you and i i show up at your house when it's just you and I, when we have a guest, we kind of have an idea of what we're going to do. We're just going to talk about that person for an hour. Yeah. Those are really easy. Yeah, that's the easy shit. Yeah. Um, Who would have thought? I thought that was going to be the hard yeah. stuff. That's the easy one, especially yeah. someone I don't know. I yeah. would have thought that's the hardest, and right. that's actually the easiest. Because yeah. I'm just like, I don't know anything about you, so tell me. The shit you find out when you start a podcast, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. But when it's you and I, I usually show up. We bullshit before we get on the air. Yeah. We just kind of talk about whatever, catch up, then we press play, and that's it. Yeah. We don't have any pre-production at None. all. So, But I think maybe we should explain why we do that. Well, I think for me, we're trying to we're trying to be moved by the spirit, right? Bingo. Like, uh, it's, not that we, it's not that we lack the ability to put forth effort into this podcast. Um, Kyle's a, he's a, I, I know a few that work as hard as Kyle, and Hey, thanks. Yeah, you bet. And so it's not that we're, um, you know, just trying to be lazy around this deal. I think that it's more of those things as in, from the very first episode, we had no idea what we were going to do. And it's more about, uh, I don't know, yeah, being moved by the spirit and, and being in the moment. And sometimes something comes to us and sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, one thing I realized was, I mean, there's a bazillion fucking podcasts out in the world. Mm -hmm. and. So the only chance that we have for ours to, I think, um, 
reach people or I don't know. Resonate. Yeah. Like actually have some teeth to it. Yeah. Is to just be authentic. And original. Yeah. And sometimes that's just us bullshitting. Yeah. Usually what happens too is we'll be bullshitting and then we'll get into some form of something that's going on. And then we like a lot, like some of my favorite conversations we have are when we're just talking about kind of living life differently than we used to or handling things differently than we used to. And like, to me, that has some depth and weight to it because like I, for me, that's the program and a relationship with God working in my life. You know what I mean? Where like just something that used to have gone on, I handled completely differently. And how, how does that happen? And usually we end up leading into like, oh yeah, this, this happens because we're not fucking drunks and addicts anymore. <laughs> it's funny that you should bring that up because I was, um, <laughs> I want to sound like Will, Will Ferrell on old school and I got a nice little, nice little Sunday plan. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I started off myself with a nice little Sunday and was up at five o'clock and then for, went, went for an hour long ride and then got back and, uh, ran down to the store Made myself a hearty breakfast, and uh, yeah, it smells good in here. Yeah, you, you want some bacon? I'm good. I, I can got smell a, it. I though. got a half a plate over there. I'm okay. Thank you. you. Need some? I had some oatmeal this morning. Right now, I'm good. Thank okay. you. <laughs> and then uh, anyway, and um, it was just a super productive and organized morning, and that little ride was nine nine hundred calories spent, and I was just thinking about how much old me would absolutely hate new me, mm-hmm. and not because. Um, because I would have just, because I, I went through life comparing myself with everybody and if they were what I believed to be better than me, I just didn't like them. Yeah. Right. I right. Just, it was just a reflection of how shitty I was at life. Mm-hmm. So when you were talking about like the way we used to be compared to the way we are now, I can assure you getting up at five o'clock, going to bed at five o'clock on a Sunday morning was probably a little more like it. Right. Not not getting up at five o'clock, getting up, Sunday. burning a thousand calories, getting a bunch of shit done before nine a.m. Yes, yeah, that's not the way I went. Yeah, I hear you. I have to go get it. My nose is running. Go get it, dude. I'm also a little disappointed in you that you didn't say, "Hey, dude, sick shirt," because the shirt's fresh. I did. I read it. I read it. I read it to myself. It's a yeah. It's a Breck Breckenridge shirt, and it's crossed up with some Pink Floyd. Yeah, and, yeah. dude, it's nice. It's fresh, huh? Yeah. I saw this. Megan and I were um, we were in Breckenridge a few weeks ago when we climbed that fourteener, and we were walking by, and I stopped, and I was like, I need that shirt right there. And so then she got a shirt too, but I'm not gonna lie, mine's way cooler. Hers is pretty fucking sweet. Does hers have a Breckenridge Pink Floyd mashup also? Nope. That's why mine takes the cake. Oh, okay. Hers is just like a sweet Breckenridge one. It's cool colors and stuff. But when you can mix in dark side of the moon and wish you were here into a Breckenridge shirt. Yeah. I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, they have a lot of, um, all that weed smoking that goes on down there. (laughs) Yeah, Weed smoking and and climbing and skiing. And there's a lot of time to think about making shirts like that. (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) I'd say they knocked it out of the park though, because it's probably one of my new favorite shirts. It's a good one. Yeah. I, I get like about, 
I get like about six in the rotation. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I can tell you what they are right now, too. <laughs> we spend a good amount of time around each other. Yeah. So I know what your shirts are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got two black. Yep. I've got the Wyoming Malting. Yep. I, the uh, the triathlon shirt mm-hmm. is in the mix now. Yep. And uh, I don't know, a couple yeah, other. A red one. Yeah, a red one. Yep. yep. And um, you used, what happened to your Sunday shirt? Oh, I still have it. You don't wear it anymore. Just messed up. It's out of rotation. Yeah, dude. out of rotation. Moved down yeah. out. Yeah. And I, I get new. I get. I man, I did that whole ride, that sixty mile ride, so that I could get a shirt out of the deal. And the shirt's nee. not that cool. Yeah, no. And then the um suicide, like. Yeah, I saw uh, you rocking that last weekend. Who goes to a suicide walk for a free shirt? Marty. <laughs> Marty does. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I'm a bad person still. Anyway, it's green, so I can. So now it's. I've I've never owned a green shirt, so yeah. Now I've got something to wear on St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah, Boom. I've got a lot of green shirts. You do. I got green shirts with clovers and shit. St. Patty's was my thing, dude, because I'm a leprechaun. Oh, you know? that's so, right. Yes, <laughs> yeah. you are. So St. Patty's is like right in my wheelhouse. I wish you had a green shirt. With a picture of you dressed as a leprechaun on the shirt. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Come Maybe up. I'll be a leprechaun for Halloween and yeah. then we can take that picture. <laughs> and then we can make a shirt out of yeah. that, dude. So, uh, <laughs> my, uh, do you know what ratchet means? You're old school, but. Um, is it in reference to a female? Uh, it could be in reference to anyone that's oh. just like ratchet is just like. Uh, Beat up. Yeah, like turned, like just roughed up we Done, used to call did it, them, did it too hard yeah we used to call it saint patrick's day saint ratchet's day <laughs> okay and we would just uh we'd go all out yeah. for like a four or five day or okay yeah so oftentimes um saint patrick's day fell on that first thursday of the ncaa men's tournament too mm-hmm. those would make for some interesting days yeah <laughs> interesting weeks dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i can't i can't I just can't go like maybe when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, the older I got, man, the harder it. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Um, little league baseball, huh? I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't really like it either. Really shouldn't you, be on ESPN. If you like to watch, it's like kids playing sports. Yeah, and if you like to watch kids cry, watch this. Yeah. Although that is cool. There's females that play still in yeah. little league. And parents that are idiots, like they don't, they don't, they're all on TV, so they're all on their best behavior. Mm-hmm. Dude, I went to a little like game. Remember, you told me it was weird. Yeah, uh, dude. I, yeah, yeah, I called you, and you're yeah. like, I'm sitting in the parking lot, about to go to a little league game. Yeah. I was like, Do you have like a <laughs> family <laughs> member playing? And you're like, No, I just feel like I should go. I was like, oh man, yeah. I hadn't been there since I'd played 30 years prior. Yeah, so. you were moved by the spirit. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna go watch it, and then um, the place was full of. I just, if I was, uh, maybe I shouldn't say anything because I'm not a parent, but I sure hope I would act differently than those parents and those coaches. God, dude, I think it would be so hard. Yeah, it'd be hard to detach from that situation, yeah, right? Cause yeah, because, like, not only would, like, I, not only would I want the best for my kid, I, just my, and maybe not, maybe since I'm different, but I just, like, my mindset would probably be I know more than the coach does. Yeah. And my kid should be playing shortstop. Yeah. And hitting third. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what my kid should be doing. Right. <laughs> and my kid probably won't be that good. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, maybe he will. But I think it would be really hard. I have a sponsee that 
had a situation kind of go on like that. And I was like, dude, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. That would be really hard. I It'd just be a know. good opportunity to learn that, hey, sometimes our bosses are going to be fucking morons in life. And yeah, we no. need to learn how to deal with that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, um, I think that's kind of what you, uh, I would like to think that I would be uh, detached and just hope my kid has a good time. And I hope that's what I strive to do if I have children. My dad was my coach from the time I was like six until I got into Legion Ball. And I think that maybe helped shape my perspective of, I think I would be pretty hands off. Yeah. Yeah. My dad was a coach and then an assistant coach for a lot of my baseball league too. And um, I think I will be hands off as well. (laughs) He was, he was good though. He just really cared. Yes. You know, I think that, and I think it's hard. Like, I think being a parent would be really hard. Like, I think you, how do you not care? Or how do you find the appropriate amount of care? Yeah. It's Fuck like, I, out. I want I'm... you to win. I want you to have the same experience I had when I was winning, <laughs> you know, when I was a kid. And I don't know, it would be hard. That's why I'm not a parent. Yeah. I think I I'm going to try to be a parent. You really? Yeah. Megan and I are. Are you psycho? Megan and I are getting married in June. Yeah. And then I think, yeah, we're going to give it a shot. She's due in July. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, I think we're going to give it a shot. Oh my God, man. That's it. Podcast over. I think I'll just have more stuff to talk about on the podcast. I just don't think you'll ever be here. Oh, dude. I'm pretty good with my time. Your life is over at that point. <laughs> You're fuck. I'm like, I feel like I'm Vince Vaughn. Again, in old school, when he's mm-hmm. up at the <laughs> altar trying to talk him out yeah. of it. Yeah. I'm going to try and talk you out of having a baby until one it'll comes be good, out. Dude. Yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know. I kind of want to be a dad. Yeah, I was I was honestly scared to death of being a father. So yeah. the fact that we couldn't have kids, I was like, cool, because I was leading a double life anyway. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't, fuck, I'm in no shape to be a parent. Like if, Like, if it was like right now, and I was like 10 years ago, yeah. and I am emotionally and spiritually and physically, hell yeah, I right. have a kid. Yeah, I think you would be a good dad. Yeah. Like now, yeah. Yeah, but, but when it was time to have kids, not realistic. Like, no, not, yeah. uh, I can't even take care of myself, let alone another person. Yeah, dude, I honestly, no joke, didn't think that I would really be alive at like 30. Right. So, like, I really didn't, you know, so I don't, like the idea of a I doubt kid. anybody or, thought you'd be alive. No, no one did. Yeah. I used to have this weird idea and I would say it all the time that I thought I was going to die early. Yeah. This was like in high school. I'd be yeah. like, I don't know. I'm not really too worried. I'm probably going to die early. Yeah. And everyone was like, you're fucking morbid and weird, dude. And it was like, I don't know. That's just what I feel. Yeah. And then like as my life unfolded, like I, I almost did die, you know? So yeah, several times. Yeah. So I don't know. But I so I never even thought about it, but now like, I yeah I think I want to. I think it would. I think for me, what I think it is, is I don't know if I'm really like super stoked about it, but I just think that I would regret not trying, at least trying. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And right. like Megan and I have had that conversation. Yes. Like, if we're not supposed to have kids, like that's going to happen, and we're not going to have kids. Right. And then maybe we can explore adopting or something. Um, but. I think I would regret not trying at least. And that's what we did. Yeah, you we guys tried. tried. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And we tried and we tried and we tried and then uh then we were like, well, if it's if it's going to happen, it'll happen. And then at some point Amber said, um, "Hey, I, I feel like I'm too old now and I definitely I think we've passed the point, so we need to make sure now that we don't have kids." Yeah. 
And so that makes sense. Then that's an adult thing. Yeah. So then I went and got fixed, and um, you're supposed to take it easy and ice things and relax things. Not the case. No, we had a wedding to go to up in uh, Lead <laughs> oh or Lead Lead. I don't know how to say it. And um, and like they don't give you medicine for those, but fortunately I was the kind of guy that had me own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we headed up there and. Um, I iced it all the way up there, but then the next day was a Saturday because I got it done on a Friday, and uh, and Wyoming was playing Bowling Green, and we I were. I think you've told me this. Yeah, I don't remember it though. We were in Spearfish, I think. I think that's close. I think no, we were in Rapid City. There you go. And uh, so Amber dropped me off at the bar at ten o'clock in the morning. I started eating my oxys and drinking, and sitting on a bar stool in Rapid City at ten mm. o'clock in the morning. Did that, then went to the wedding that afternoon, then walked around Deadwood all night, still drinking and eating oxys. And uh, lo and behold, shit got infected. I can only imagine. Because yeah, you're not supposed to do that. No, I wouldn't think so. Mm-mm. That doesn't sound like a good yeah. idea. And so uh, and so I ended up at the emergency room on uh, Sunday night. And I didn't really want to go. And Amber convinced me to go. And they were like, it's a good thing you came in tonight. Tomorrow, if you'd have waited till tomorrow, we would have had to drain it. Oh, <laughs> I missed a few days' work because things were... <laughs> Swollen and yes. not working? Yeah, that's right. It was painful. <laughs> oh, so if you ever have that opportunity, just go ahead and take it easy. Do what was instructed. Relax. Follow yeah. the rules. Put some ice on those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Don't walk around, gamble, watch football, eat oxys and drink. Yeah. I wouldn't encourage anybody to do that, though. Live and learn. Yeah. My first DUI, I was on a... She a boatload of uh, Percocet. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, it just enhances. I mean, it things. is. Yeah, yeah I mean, it is fun. Terribly like, fun. But then it it's not fun. Yeah, yeah. It's only fun until it's not fun. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah. So then, yeah. So then, if uh, if Amber gets knocked up now, I hope the father is a nice guy, strapping young lad. <laughs> I hope he's athletic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, what else is happening in your life, dude? Um, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um, I'm not frantically searching for something interesting, and I don't think I have anything. You're just doing it? Uh, yeah, pretty much. So um, you know you know that we have that one, not, not our big book, literature, but the other book, the 12 and 12. Oh, yeah. And it talks about, like be in the hole in the donut. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, because I never read it much. See, I didn't either, but okay. I, I've heard you quote it. I thought you read it much more than I did. But No, I read, um, I think... The, certain parts of it. Yeah, maybe around the 10th step and the spiritual axiom. Yeah. And then um, my one sponsor would quote one part, I think, out of six and seven about will never be rendered pure as the driven snow or something. Mm, yeah. Anyways, there's a part, I think it's in the third step. Okay. I think. I don't know, So, because I don't read it very often. Yeah, don't don't quote us. Yeah. If you're a 12 and 12 thumper. Yeah. Are there those? I think there are, dude. Okay. I know some people that like that better than the actual book. Okay. So. Fuck. We, this is why we're not a spokesperson or affiliate with shit, because we don't fucking know. Yeah. And, um, but anyways, it talks about, like, what am I going to be the hole in the donut? You know, uh-huh. and it's like a, that's a negative thing. Yeah. And my sponsor a few weeks ago 
we kind of do this update thing where I just tell him what's going on with me and he tells me what he's going on. And like every week he's, he kind of tells me like, Oh yeah, you should go like pick something and play with it. <laughs> like out of our, out of our book. Oh, okay. That's different. Yeah. Than what I, than you what were you were thinking. I thought you were talking about you. self, self care. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> like uh pick, pick something out of our work, like out of our literature and squeeze the nipples maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and play with it and um so i always tell him like 13 year old i always tell him like oh yeah i'm working on this or like the next week oh yeah i'm still working on this like i'm just that's what that's kind of what his uh instruction is for me today is like okay so for example uh i'm working on relax take it easy don't struggle Mm -hmm. like something like that where it's like okay when there's an opportunity presents itself that i feel like i should really take action and do all of this stuff instead i relax and take it easy and i don't struggle yes and i like i try to apply that right so my sponsor the other day was saying how he's working on trying to be the hole in the donut okay (laughs) instead like it's portrayed as like this negative thing yes and he's like Oh yeah, I'm working on trying to be the whole one. <laughs> and I was like, "What does that mean, dude?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, like I'm not chasing anything. I'm not after anything. I'm not trying to be something. Like I'm just working on like just being." being. Yeah. And you just said that. That's why five minutes later, this ramble comes oh, okay. to an end with me saying, "Like, oh yeah, that's what <laughs> my sponsor was saying the other day." Here's one thing that happened to me that's programming life related this week. I don't know if this matters, but. Well, there's uh, two things. One, I texted you about last night. What was it? I don't remember. Yeah, you do. I really don't. You reluctantly said yes. Oh, yeah. Kind of. You Fuck. reluctantly said kind of. Yeah, that doesn't count. That hasn't come to fruition yet. It might. Did he text you back? Okay. I'll talk to you off air. All right. I'm just kidding. Kyle, yeah, I've, I've been talking to him. Yeah. Kyle's got, um, yeah. Anyway, I might end up with another Sponzi. Yeah, boy. If I can be as vague as fucking possible yeah but the other one so this was one thing that happens is um sometimes people are um i used to be very particular about the wording that was in the literature Mm -hmm. and and if somebody used a common word that's used inside the rooms but it's not in our book i'd give them the old yeah once you use the word that are in the book like surrender yeah like surrender because the first step talks about a concession but not surrender right and then the book talks about love and tolerance um but one word that gets thrown around a lot is acceptance Mm -hmm. because it's in a story in the back Mm -hmm. But this is just my experience of what happened this week as I was meditating on like um, Wednesday morning, I believe it was. And um, for some reason, I was considering my plans for the day and the word acceptance came into my head. And I was like, well, okay," And didn't think much of it and went to work and then work didn't go per usual as the way I wanted to. Mm -hmm. And then I was like and then it occurred to me that that word had came to me in meditation and i was like but i don't even know what the fuck this word really means like really means acceptance yeah yeah okay and so i looked up the definition of it because i'm like well what is it that i'm exactly supposed to be doing and there were several definitions and some some are like you know like willingly concede or like happily i don't know and i was like i'm not doing that around this situation (laughs) but there was one definition in there that said to endure without protest and I was like, hmm, that sounds like it involves humility. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't say I, have to say I have to like it. It says I have to endure it and I have to keep my fucking mouth shut. Mm-hmm. And can I do that? 
And so then that was the thing that I began working on in regards to this work situation. And it was fucking awesome. I didn't enjoy it, but I understood that the situation was temporary. Eventually I would be allowed to go home. I'm not an indentured servant. Right. Right. I'm a paid employee. Yeah. So regardless of how I thought it was going down, I am a paid employee. And so can I just shut my mouth up and do what I'm told to do regardless of how I feel about it? And that's what I did. And that's a, that's a, that might not sound like much to somebody else, but that is a large feat for somebody like me. Cause especially in, in regards to work, I've always got something to say. Yeah. I've got to let them know how bad they are at what they do or mm. get a few words in one way or another about how ridiculous it all is. Yeah. And so, and then, and then I went to work the next day and the situation was even, seemed even more grave and daunting and difficult. And I just, mm, based on the experience I'd had the day before. Oh, the other thing I realized too was I wasn't like, the other, the other part of that is I was like, but I'm not even capable of doing this. And so I stopped and I said a little prayer. And I was like, God, I don't even think I'm capable of enduring without protest in this situation. Like this is something I'm going to need your help with. It's like trying to be rid of our own, you know, resentment or yeah. character. This is, we have to have be rid of help. self. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was that was the coolest. Those, those, those like those little victories are what happened in my life today, and where this um, program changes me or allows me to change, or however the fuck you want to say it. Yeah. So that's my whole story. It was pretty cool. That is good. Yeah. That's good work. So I just remind myself because I was going to be a tenth step, and no, I was going to have to do a tenth step over running over the snake. That was something different. Never mind. Yeah. You were a murderer of animals. Fuck off, man. I've got problems. You should feel really guilty about it, too. I've got some... um, Maybe this is for Candace. (laughs) Some trauma around it. I've got some trauma around killing animals with my work vehicle. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. It's messed up. Shut up. It's really (laughs) evil thing. (laughs) Maybe that snake shouldn't have been just laying in the road. Right. Looking dead. Yeah. I thought it was dead already. So then you drove onto it. Just to make sure. No. You're like, yeah, let's double check that. I could have tried to miss it. I was going pretty fast, but I was like, I wasn't going to swerve because I thought it was dead anyway. And then I looked in my mirror and I was like, that that's not, it's not dead. And then when I went back up the road, it was like trying to gimp it itself. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you run over it again at yes. that point? Okay, good. And it's hard to finish it off. Yeah. My dog is a murderer. <laughs> uh, and he, we have like little birds and stuff in our backyard. And he's killed three of them. Really? Three of them. We should go pheasant hunting. Uh, yeah, he, you can tell he's a bird dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he almost killed another one, and then I had to do it because he didn't finish the he job. Named it? Yeah. Who's the animal killer now, you son I know. Of a I bitch. feel terrible about it. I killed a sorry-ass snake. You killed a innocent bird a little one too it's like a little swallow or whatever they are it was really sad but my dog has a problem and it's funny because i told megan be when we got him our dog is a fucking serial killer (laughs) and she was like shut up you're so weird and i was like i'm telling you yeah he's killed three and a half birds (laughs) and he eats ants like it's his day job (laughs) so he definitely has got the taste of blood (laughs) <laughs> he's so cute he's though. a real psycho not with me he tries to eat my face no he just there. likes to kiss you yeah that's called 
face eating. He just licks you. He's he's got an infatuation for your wife too. You better watch out. Every dog ever has got an infatuation yeah. for my dogs wife. Dogs can sense good people. Yeah, that's why your dogs love me. But he was no. <laughs> <laughs> but he was nosing up the skirt with the yeah, wife when right. she guys came yeah, over for the being, barbecue. Yeah, he was being entirely inappropriate. He was like, I don't. And then he, yeah, he didn't give a shit. Yeah, he I was, was like, like, what's up? I'm right here, yeah, Finn. Yeah, he you want to like, wait till I'm inside dude, or something? Yeah, he knows. Yeah, he's adorable. Maybe I'll put a picture of him on Instagram since I talk about him quite a bit. Yeah, that'd be a good one. All right, I'll he, do that. He should know, though, also that I'll put hands on a dog. I got yeah. no problem with I that. I think he'd wreck you, dude. He's <laughs> pretty tough. He definitely outlasts me. Yeah, he's endurance. Yeah. Beast. Yeah. When we did that 14er, we brought him. Oh, yeah, I think he's probably on those pictures. Oh, but yeah. I'll post another one just because I want to. But uh, he was, like, running up the mountain. Everyone kept calling him a mountain goat because he was just, like, doom, 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 like, going crazy. Really? Yeah, he was. Would he go up in front of you and then turn around and wait on you? Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. I mean, did he go up and down, up and down? No, he would, like, we kept him on a leash because you're supposed to, and he's pretty good off a leash, but there was a good amount of people. Right. And I'm cool with dogs. Other people aren't so cool with dogs. Yeah, there was a letter to the editor about that in this mm-hmm. morning's newspaper. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I have this, yeah, I think it's, um. some people are just timid around animals, which I can understand. They've had a bad experience or whatever. My dog is friendly as shit, though. Yeah. Like, he honestly, he's just a big teddy bear. But, uh, so we kept him on the leash, but, like, he was pulling us up, like, mm-hmm. dropping his ass and just, like, Oh, like trying to get wow. after it going yeah. up he had okay. he was he killed it how do so, you sleep that night like a fuck yeah. it like yeah Did he, he was sleep like on a, the way home yeah, yeah. The, we have a bunch of pictures of him on the way home where he's just knocked out Wiped for the out. whole four hours home awesome yeah so uh the what what, what you, you worked on acceptance this week i guess that's good yeah I that's all I got. What I, did you do? I um, you're so fucking spiritual, Kyle. I'm not. I'm far from it. Ooh, Kyle. Everybody likes Kyle. 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 <laughs> not, not that even happens. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the other way around. Oh, Kyle, will you be our friend? I was at a meeting on Thursday, and everyone was asking about you. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's opposite. That's not true. They were saying he's so healthy. What did he do? Blah 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 blah. He said he drinks blood. Uh no. I, Say he had surgery, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, the little nip tuck suck (laughs) lipo thing. The nip tuck was on the was we already talked about the uh, vasectomy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's good. So stupid. But um, Uh, I have not been going to the gym recently, and I watched this show. Where this guy was being all, there's this lame ass reality show that I I keep watching, and um, he was being all vulnerable, talking about his insecurities of how he looked, and so he's been working out and doing all this stuff again, and I could relate, so I made a decision I'm gonna start going to the gym again. Nice. And so I went yesterday and today. That's pretty much what I'm working on. Is just instead of thinking about stuff, taking action. Oh, just do it. Yeah. Like we talked about yesterday, just yeah. I just do it. That's funny. My um, one sponsor I had when I got here in 2012 that I had known for a long time. Yeah, said when he had gotten sober for a while, or when I had known him, he had this just this Nike shirt, this just do it shirt, and he wore that shirt until it was holy and it was in his rotation for quite some time. Yeah, but it was 
based on the idea of that's a good plan and recovery as well. Like just do it. Just take action. That is a good plan. Whatever. Don't think. Just do it. Yeah, and I'm. I've been really doing that, except for in the physical realm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I've been doing it at work, and I've been doing it in my relationship and with the program and doing stuff. But like I just. Two years ago, or when I first got sober, for the first two years I was sober, I was going to the gym like five days a week mm-hmm. regularly. You know? And then, like, my between like two and three years, it kind of dwindled down to like three times a week. And then over the last six months, it's gone down like really spotty. And then I realized like I haven't gone in like a month at all. So I still will run and take my dog for runs and stuff, but I don't know. Something about the gym, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I just started going. And Megan always jokes that I have, like, uh, body dysmorphia. Amber tells me the same shit. Yeah, because, like, one second I think I'm overweight, and the next second I think I look too skinny. And, like, she's like, dude, what is your problem? So Yeah, dude, when Amber listens to this, she's going to... Relate? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I do that. But I think part of mine comes from, like... um. I've been on both sides pretty extreme. Like one time I was like almost 200 pounds and I was really... You were? Mm-hmm. I'd like to see pictures of that. I think I have some. I, what, I, yeah, when I went to a cousin's wedding, there's some pictures and I was like, that's me. <laughs> you know, that when have you, you ever had that happen yeah. where you look at yourself? You're yeah. like, that's what I look like? Yeah. That's, uh, that's frightening. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. And then I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that's me. And yeah, I was almost, I think I was about 197. Okay. And, um, that's, that's heavy for me. Yeah. And I mean, that's heavy for, I'm, I'm like 510, but like it, it wasn't like healthy weight. It yeah. was unhealthy, eating really bad and drinking all the time. Yeah. And then, um, when I got sober about a year and a half after that, I was 140 pounds when I went to rehab. Jeez. So you have been on. I've been on both. And like yeah. when I was 140 pounds in rehab, like you could see my ribs and my back. I looked like extremely unhealthy, like like I was dying. Yeah, you were one of the people that showed up looking dead, probably sunken eyes, white face, yeah. black circles. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I looked like. That's what the drunks looked like when and they I got was, there. Yeah. And I was like detoxed and they still were like, dude, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> You know, we're going to need to send you with a chaperone for an extra week. Yeah, so so I've been on both sides, and so now I just, I think those two images of how I look are just burned in my mind or yeah. something. So, like right now, I'm right at where I think I should be. I think I'm like an average individual. I weigh about 172. That's, um, I'd say, exactly in the middle of the two previous weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was crazy. Yeah, when, my first two years in recovery, I put on 30 pounds, yeah. Of like healthy weight, of uh, fucking muscle. I wish, but but yeah. So I, uh, when I'm, I'm, I haven't been pleased with how I look recently. So I'm just okay. gonna do something about it instead of think about it. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's how we do things. We do them. It, yeah, we do things by it doing. Is. And I like to think I'm a doer, but sometimes I convince myself I'm a doer, but I'm really not. But then like you come back to the truth eventually. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I just need to be a doer yeah. again. Yeah. It's simple. Yeah. It's just do. Yeah. And you know what? There's even, dude, check this out. I was talking to a, uh, another buddy of ours this week. But even if you don't have the willingness, there's instructions for that in our book, too. Now it's specifically as it relates to amends, but I bet it could work for everything else. Ask for it? Yeah. It says if you, if you don't have the willingness, ask for until it. it comes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Crazy, right? That's a good idea. Yeah. That is a good idea. So I don't even have to think about that. Yeah. I just have to do in either case. Crazy. Hmm. Yeah. How long, how long? How long has it been? We are 36 minutes in. Really? Right yeah. Dang. We're doing good. Really? What? Um, I was hoping we were 48 minutes in. What what else is going on, dude? I've been a I've been obsessing about I've been listening to podcasts about um the triathlon. No, the diet obsessively. Oh, I'm debating on going from a ketogenic diet to a full on carnivore diet, and so um, on a ketogenic diet, it's a high fat, moderate protein, low carbohydrate diet, and a carnivore diet is exactly what it sounds like, and that's just meat and meat products so it'd just be a lot of probably uh, meat and eggs is that sustainable long term um it sounds like it yeah yeah um people are using it to treat like autoimmune disorders and stuff like that jordan peterson do you know him yeah and his daughter yeah and his daughter they both went on the carnivore diet and both rave about it and they say it's changed their lives but i just didn't know if that's like doable long term because you've been doing keto for what two and a half years yes and so I think the first step to doing that is so I struggle to live in moderation as has been discussed. And so uh, I, you can't have artificial sweeteners on that. And I still had taken quite a bit of artificial sweeteners because those are, you know, even stevia or whatever is plant based. And so um, so but then I, that's how I get all my caffeine and I do have a pretty high caffeine intake. And so in order to get off the caffeine, I was going to have to get off the artificial sweet. And it's just this whole big fucking thing. And so I was going to try and do it all at once. And then I realized I could just do it a little bit at a time. Yeah. First thing. And why are you obsessing about your diet? Oh, I just, well, so I still see the chiropractor every other week and that's cool and all. And I've got some knee problems when I'm running lately. And so I'm hoping... I'm sort of hoping in the back of my mind if I go full carnivore, this will take care of that inflammation and sort of help. Cause I'm listening to these podcasts where that's happening to people. I'm like, maybe that could happen to me. And so I'm thinking it might, I think I'm, I believe that I may be able to be even healthier if I go to the carnivore diet. That's why. And so I'm just obsessively listening to podcasts and going back and forth 600 times a day about what the next step is to be. But the next step is be just to cut back those. Uh, so I've only had uh, one Red Bull total zero today. That's fantastic. And how much artificial sweetener is in that? I don't know how much is in it. Some. I don't know. And then I had, um, well, I have this electrolyte drink. I had one of those, but that actually doesn't have any artificial sweeteners. That's got natural sweeteners in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So is it possible that something's just wrong with your knee? Yes, that's entirely possible. Okay. Yeah, I could. I could just go to a doctor. I mean, you might as well try something else first. But yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But I was just curious. Like, yeah. So I had Oscar slaughters, I think is what it's called. And so I think I've just got bone spurs left on my knees. Mm. And so I don't think I'm ever going to have great knees. And do you think that a diet will fix any of that? That's what I'm hoping. You're hoping. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Is I'll Amber on board? Because uh, she, she's pretty keto, right? She does a pretty good job with it. Sort of. She's off and on. Yeah. I think that uh, the past couple of weeks she's been ready for, you know, she's got a new new uh, management. She's a teacher. She's got a new principal and uh, she's got some stuff going on. So I think we know when she stresses out, it's, um, you know, one thing that helps her deal with that stress is, you know, eating more comfort food. So I don't know how keto she's been the past 
couple, couple weeks. of weeks. But Amber sort of goes on and comes off and is able to maintain a healthy weight that yeah. way. She's pretty yeah, disciplined and like good at like, oh, yeah, I'll do this. And then, yeah, yeah. not like this huge. Uh, yeah. That's good. So I, she, she definitely doesn't have any desire to go full carnivore. No. But um, she's been very... She more, more, most like we were talking about with Gus on the podcast and how they deal with each other, and she's been just sitting back and watching and being like, "Okay, good luck, dude. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Diet stuff's hard. Yes, I don't know. Getting off caffeine and artificial sweeteners is hard. Yeah, I've tried to cut out not caffeine, but like sugar and and energy drinks and stuff yes and have success for a short period of time but then go back to it yeah it's almost like drinking yeah yeah like i've had like a couple of months where i don't have any energy drinks i'm doing really well and then all of a sudden there's an energy drink in my mouth (laughs) what happened (laughs) and then it's uh, it's gonna be different this time i'll just have one a week yeah (laughs) yeah so just the same same thing different story the only difference is is those energy drinkers aren't killing you to the to the at the rapid rate that they might be killing you just not with the rapidness that the uh, boozy booze was yeah true that yeah yeah so well that's good dude keep it up yeah keep obsessing about your diet yeah that um, sounds good i go through phases where i'm just now, now i'm back to obsessively listening to podcasts a that's few good weeks ago when jeff was here i was like oh, i've just been listening to music i just wish you would listen to podcasts that i listen to too so we can talk about them but yeah just whatever. probably joe rogan these days although i did listen to the theo vaughn because sebastian maniscalco i'm not gonna lie i can't really get into him ah oh, dude he's so fucking hilarious yeah people love him i just i've watched one of his stand-ups and yeah. i don't know i'm just not my favorite uh. he's not um i'm into more like goofy yeah funny and yeah. he's not goofy funny no he's very real funny though yes. like real life shit funny yeah like talking about shit that happens with his family and yeah. stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah so it's very like present in his life you can tell so yeah. that's cool funny observations about life whereas yeah. you're more like uh yeah theo vaughn is goofy funny yeah like chris D'Elia is probably my favorite comedian yeah. and he's just fucking a silly goose he's just funny so so clearly i'm right and you're wrong yeah <laughs> basically <laughs> most people would probably agree with you the masses would probably agree with you that's right i just uh, i swim upstream dude i'm different than the masses lone wolf cow yeah dude Mm. Oh, the other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get a half sleeve, I think. What? Yeah. <laughs> I've been wanting a... What? I've been wanting a a new tattoo for a while, and I've been kicking it around, and I think I'm going to get a half sleeve, yeah. Dude, if you want... If you're just thinking about getting a tattoo, you're supposed to get, like, a butterfly on your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, like, a design on my foot, on the yeah. top of my foot. <laughs> What is just weird because you have your your last name tattooed on the inside of your bicep in like block lettering, the same lettering that's on our uh, podcast. Is it? I don't think so. This is military writing. Yeah, it's pretty fucking close. I have three tattoos. I have this one and one on my ribs and one on my back. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. You have and a then, huge back piece? No, I don't have a big back piece. It's just like a thing on my shoulder blade. But then I think I'm going to get one on my, I think so. 
That's the way to move up the corporate chain. <laughs> yeah, I wear shirts that cover it anyway, so I'm not wearing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had two people. Um, and clearly you haven't been around the people I work with. Everyone is tatted up. Um, I'm not in like a white collar environment. Your bosses, are they tatted up? The only people that aren't are my two bosses. Yeah, exactly. Why don't you fucking take a clue from that, Kyle? That's it. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I'm going to go for it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, when I was gone on vacation for three weeks, I had two different people do what I did, take over what I do, and uh, the people I deliver to called one of them neck tattoo and the other one porn stash. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Tattoos are cool, man. Nobody cares anymore. Yeah. Like even our company, we used to have like, a, if you had tattoos, they couldn't be visible. Yeah, that's the way ours is. That's not real anymore. Apparently not if you've got a neck tattoo. I'm pretty sure what he does is when he leaves the building, he uncovers. What does he wear, a scarf or something? <laughs> well, he just buttons up the collar. Oh. And then you can barely see it sticking out. But then he also has them all down the arms. And so he wears sleeves over them. But I'm pretty sure as soon as he walks, as soon as he gets away, that the sleeves come off. and yeah. the and the Good for him, man. Tattoos are cool. That's just part of life now. That's what people do. Okay. Employers should like not think that they have a we're still in that transition period between old school and new school illusion of control yeah have you seen those photos of old dudes with tattoos no they're awesome they look cool yeah i mean some of them i'm sure look bad but the ones you find on the internet don't look bad they look cool um my father-in-law has a tattoo that he got prior to leaving for vietnam Mm -hmm. it's pretty old and faded yeah so that's what i see the future being like I'm thinking more along the lines of like uh, dudes with sleeves and stuff, like older dudes with sleeves. Oh yeah, it looks cool. Okay, I would. Nah, I could keep going. Old people's skin is so paper thin and it bleeds a lot. I could imagine ever getting the bleeding stopped at that age. Yeah, I don't think they got them like while they were old. Oh really? Yeah. People used to get sleeves that are now old. Yeah, dude. Tattoos are not like I'm this. I'm pretty sure you made that up. Thing. No, tattooing's yeah. been around for like hundreds of years. Kyle, Kyle tells stories on it. Look that up, Jamie. You want to know something? <laughs> my um, my first stint in jail in Albany County, Yeah, I binge watched for, I was there for like 12 days. During those 12 days, Ink Master, <laughs> the first three seasons. Marathon? Was on. Awesome. That was what I did in jail for like the first... Five days I was in jail. Did was you just get, sat around and watched Ink Master did and you did push-ups. <laughs> did you get one while you were there? No. And and two soups? Is two soups, dude. Two soups? Yeah, a, dude, a, a guy that we called Day-Day and a dude named Two Soups. Okay. And Two Soups, we called him Two Soups because every night he would eat two packets of ramen noodles. Okay. <laughs> He'd always go, Two Soups. <laughs> oh, man, <Okay>. jail. <laughs> yeah. Good times. All right. I'm one of the few that are in our of us that have somehow never been arrested. Yeah, you've got tickets, just never been put in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost uh, had a six month suspended sentence one time, but I didn't actually get have to go to jail. Yeah, there's nothing worse than jail, especially for a fucking pussy like me. Yeah, it would have been ugly. It was hard, dude. I would have wept a lot. It was really a rough one. Yeah. And then you get a, a cellmate and. People in jail just don't smell good. Yeah. You know, they yeah. usually are like detoxing. They reek like booze. They haven't showered. They're dirty. It's and awesome. It sucks. It sounds like a place to be. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's rough. Although, I will say the sad part, I think I've told you this before. The sad part is after a few days, you're like, 
I could probably get used to this. Like, Your alcoholic life becomes the only normal yeah, one. Exactly. Yeah. And then it's just like, I mean, I guess like I learned how to play pinochle. I can yeah. I can hang out with two soups and day day. Like right. we we got a TV that works for eight hours a day. Yeah. Like, I wasn't on like solitary or anything crazy. So uh, you're just right. on a block and yeah. I don't know. Jail sucks though. I will say that. I, I would, would never want to go back. I'm gonna believe you. Yeah. I would never want to go back. All right, so coming up, we um, Labor Day weekend. We finally, I think we have a confirmation on our local guest who's not a twelve-step member. Yes, um, for Memorial Day, right? Yeah, Labor Day or Labor Day, yeah. And um, that's the only guest we have lined up. I got to get down to no, I got to get to the NoCo and see if I can't recruit some more people for our podcast. Yeah, or we could just um, your cousin Amy Sponsy. We should get her on. Yeah, she would be cool. Still in the NOCO. Yeah, but like it's not like you got to go down there and try to. Oh, we yeah. could just like set up a time probably. Yeah. And then um, my sponsor should be back from Vegas so we can get him on. He said he'd do it. All right. And then um, we'll probably do a step exploration sometime soon. Yeah, that's the one thing I was thinking about like when we were, when I was um, this morning thinking about what we were going to talk about today. I'm just like, well, fuck, man. There's only 12 steps. And yeah, we got to uh, space them out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And then I, again, had another appreciation for some of those other recovery podcasts that we're talking about. Fuck God knows what. I was like, well, maybe they just ran it. No, they didn't. But besides the point. Yeah. Well, and, like, there's no... No one says that we can't go back and do a... do a step exploration again. You already did the 10-step, Kyle. And then we... You know what I mean? Because like that's the cool part is if you and I continue to do the work, we'll continue to get new experiences. So I'm gonna pass. That sounds like work. <laughs> that sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, recoveredafpodcast at gmail dot com. Recoveredafpodcast on Instagram. Check it out. I'll have a picture of my little pooch. Yes. Up there today. Okay. That's it, dude. Done. Done. All right.